so far this season, the bloom is much milder than 2013, 14, or 15. And what do you attribute that to? The two key differences are less phosphorus load because of uh, lower rainfall and also, to some degree, the timing of the rainfall. So, for example, last year, there was um, that incredibly heavy rain in June, which led to high discharge from the Maumee River, carrying lots of phosphorus in June and July. 2013 actually had a rather wet July with high discharge. And, 14, and 2014 was generally a wet spring. What does the really late rain do? Does that have any bearing? It has much less impact. For one, you have most of this is agricultural land in the Maumee River Basin, uh, corn and soybeans, and the plants take up water. So an inch of rain in July produces less runoff than an inch of rain in March or April. What about the toxicity of the bloom that is there? This year, it's less toxic than it was in 2014. So for the same amount of bloom, uh, the amount of cyanobacteria, it is less toxic than it was then. Last year, the bloom was so intense, it was pretty toxic, but that was also less toxic than 2014. So we are, uh, we are running behind that, which is a good thing. Probably next question is what causes the variations in toxicity, and that's something we're working on. We don't fully understand it. We believe it has to do something with the, the timing of, of the blooms relative to the amount of light and also the, how they're using nitrogen. How long has NOAA been tracking the bloom? The models we've used to predict the seasonality are actually based on data from 2002 through the present. What's happened in, in those 14 years? The biggest variation over that time would be rainfall and discharge. The interesting or challenging problem, and this gets into the management question, is the concentration of phosphorus that the bloom can use is about double in this century what it was in the 90s. And so we're looking at it from the point of view of this, this current concentration regime. If we got back to the concentrations of the what we call bioavailable phosphorus, the phosphorus that's biologically available, if we got back to the 1990s, which is the recommendation for the um, system, then we would see much smaller blooms than we have over the last several years. Does that mean that we're using more agricultural chemicals? The amount of phosphorus going into the water, it's a whole combination of factors. I think I'd heard someone respond to a question, was it this or this or this? Was it um, change in, in agricultural practice, change in, in what we're growing, where we're growing it, and all of that? And the answer is yes. <laughs> There's a whole variety of changes. And exactly which of those had the biggest impact is being worked on now. Is any of this tied to climate change? Not directly, but there are some considerations in climate change. The severe rainfall events, like a rain that's more than an inch or so, you know, in 24 hours, those have become more frequent in the last few decades. And when you have heavy rainfall, you tend to get more runoff and more stuff going into the rivers. There's also um, some indication that the springs might be coming a bit wetter. And of course, it's the spring phosphorus load. And so that's a potential factor. Those are, on the whole, though, those are smaller than the phosphorus concentration. The big impact is if we want to change this, we get the phosphorus concentration down, we will be better off.